Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hello, is anybody here? Okay. I'm going to start the call. Um... So I'm going to continue from uh, last week where we left off about the frequently asked questions. Uh, the question was, when do patients begin to feel better and have more energy? Almost all patients, including uh, extremely ill ones, feel better after the first week on the therapy. Pain diminishes, appetite returns, sleep improves. In some cases, even tumors recede or become softer. All of this adds up to a great physiological boost. It also signals the moment when the patient has to be warned that impeding healing reactions bringing with it days of not feeling well. A true rise in energy may occur in three to six months. Depending on the age and the condition of the patient, at this point it is most important that the patient becomes, uh, comes, uh, continues to rest and doesn't launch into multiple activities. The new energy must be used for healing and nothing else. There will be plenty of time later to build muscles and make up for lost exercise time. Trying to do so can result in a serious setback. How much of the increasing energy can Gerson patients use for exercise? Surely they they needn't save it all for healing. It all depends on the patient's condition, but it's wise to use uh, great caution in all cases. To start with the worst scenario, for the terminally ill patient, total complete rest, i.e. no exercise is essential for the first few months. Such patients frequently experience a decline in energy after arriving at the Gerson Hospital and assume that this is due to lack of animal protein. Of course, this is not correct. Gerson food is high in easily assimilated animal-based proteins, which imply they cover and cover the patient's nutritional needs. The initial weakness is caused by the various healing processes the release of toxins from the body tissues, the destruction of tumor tissue that circulates through the bloodstream before being excreted. Clearly, the body is working flat out to start healing itself and needs every every ounce of energy it can muster. In such patients with advanced disease, exercise should be entirely banned for at least three to five months. After the six months, the patient normally experiences a surge of energy but at that point, it is more important than ever to limit exercise. For misusing the newfound energy would seriously curtail the continuing healing process. We suggest no more than five-minute walks to start with and and only in mild weather, i.e. not in summer heat, not braving winter blasts of icy wind after three to four weeks of exercise can be cautiously increased to 10 minutes. It's, It's also possible to start using a mini trampoline but only to the extent of raising and lowering the heels uh, a summer heat that heals the summer heat nor braving a winter icy blast of icy wind. After three to four weeks, exercise can cautiously increase to 10 minutes. It is also possible to start using a mini trampoline, but only to the extent of raising and lowering the heels a dozen times without moving the body and later to do a little stationary walking. 
recovering patients can gradually set up their exercise program with the provision that they that if they become seriously tired and unable to recover after a rest, the duration of the exercise must immediately be reduced to the level last level of comfort. Gentle hatha exercise can also be tried. However, but however well the patient feels, it is never wise to abandon healing in favor of exercise. After complete recovery, it is easy to rebuild muscle strength. Why is it so important for patients to avoid getting a cold? Surely even mild flu won't do us much harm. We have to assume that patients who have developed cancer have a seriously damaged, weakened immune system. If it weren't so, there would be no cancer. But with the intensive GERS and therapy, the immune system will be restored in time. However, that time will mean a, a could well mean a whole year. Until then, colds and flus caused by viral infection remains dangerous since the recovering immune system is not able to deal with them easily. Furthermore, viruses invade healthy cells and change their genes in the same manner as cancer tends to change the genetic structure of normal cells. These changed genes are called oncogenes. If the patient contracts a viral invasion before the immune system is sufficiently restored, a dangerous, even potentially life-threatening situation arises, which must be treated with ozonation, extra immune boosters, simply, uh, possibly selenium, and more. Therefore, prevention is obviously vastly preferable. Don't allow anyone, especially children with colds or flus, anywhere near the patient. Caution, if the patient recovers well from a cold or flu, it is possible that tumor tissue recurs and grows, even if the patient recovers. I know that the purpose of the coffee enema is not to restore evacuation, but it is also, but it does that anyways, especially on a five-a-day routine. So why must I uh, take the ghastly castor oil? Seriously ill patients usually carry a huge toxic load of tumor tissue. As this load is attacked by the recovering immune system and gets excreted, large amounts of toxins are released into the bloodstream, collected by the liver and released into the small intestine for eventual evacuation. Most people don't realize the transit from the release of the liver vial system to the anus can take many hours, even with regular five daily enemas. During that time, it is unavoidable for the body to reabsorb some of these toxins. Castor oil is needed to remedy that situation. The oil rapidly clears the entire intestinal, intestinal tract, not just the colon, and especially the small intestine, where the reabsorption could take place. The same cleansing effect also benefit non-castor patients due to so-called civilized living, our carriers are lar of, of large amounts of not just the colon, especially the small intestine, where the reabsorption can take place. The same cleansing effect can also benefit non-cancer patients who, due to so-called civilized living, are carriers of large amounts of toxic substances other than tumor tissue. They may well recover without the castor oil enemas, but using the additional detoxifying by orally castor oil, by early taken castor oil speeds up healing. Can I do this therapy at the same time as receiving chemotherapy treatment? It is a contraindication to poison the body on one hand with chemotherapy drugs and on the other to detoxify it at the same time with coffee enemas juices. So sharp the contrast between the two approaches, the patient who comes to the Gerson therapy after chemotherapy has failed to help them have to go on a reduced form of Gerson program for at least six months to the, allow the gradual detoxification of the body. 
You may, however, support your body during chemotherapy by switching to the Gerson diet and have no more than three glasses of freshly made juice and one enema a day as long as you realize that you are not doing the Gerson therapy. If this therapy is so effective, why isn't it recognized by medical authorities? And it is, as it is well known, the present, president, present orthodox medical system is dominated by the huge and powerful pharmaceutical companies. Even They even control via substantial donations to medical schools what is being taught to medical students. Drugs, drugs, more drugs to suppress symptoms. But drugs never heal with that result and the chronic degenerative diseases are termed incurable. The Gerson therapy cuts totally into drug use and therefore drug sales by healing the body of its true underlying problems. The disturbances of the entire metabolism the diminished immune system, and the damaged essential organs. Thus, the whole body can be healed, cured of the underlying problem, and health is restored. The problem is that big pharmaceutical companies cannot make money out of natural organic food, such as a sack of carrots. So they fight nutrition-based therapy as long as they can. They know the public is beginning to understand what is going on. Why are there so many different kinds of cancer and how can the same therapy be right for all of them without specialization? It is true that when the body is severely damaged by toxins, steady irritation, genetic causes, or or any other reason, normally it is the weakest part that breaks down and allows the wild cell, cell growth, which equals cancer. Hence the wide variety of malignant disease. However, the Gerson therapy works on the entire organism. It restores the body's defenses so that it can become able to attack and destroy malignant tissue, which is, which is actually foreign to it. The healthy immune response kills and removes this foreign tissue, no matter what its name, origin, or location. This doesn't mean, of course, that the precise minor adjustments are not made in the program according to the individual needs. But beyond that, specialization is a mistake since the bottom line remains that we need to heal all the body systems along with the immune system, including the mineral balances, the hormone system, the essential organs, everything. Only that ensures true healing. Can the Gerson therapy be used on small children and how is it scaled down to suit them? Yes, small children respond extremely well. See case number 15, a cancer therapy results of 50 cases where the patient has an eight-month-old baby, uh, an eight-month-old boy. Of course, since then, we've had many successes with patients ranging from toddlers to teens. Medication is scaled down more or less according to their weight, but they are also able to take juices even from a nursing bottle and generally don't need coffee enemas before the age of two or three. Uh, What's the earliest stage baby can be given carrot juice? There are some babies that are allergic to every type of milk. Mother's milk, when the mother is ill, goat's milk, soy milk, formula, everything. Such babies have been raised on nothing but organic carrot juice, starting for a few weeks of age. This juice gives them all the nutrients they need, and they grow up totally well and healthy. Some people are terrified by needles. Why can't they take the liver extract with the B12 by milk? People who are afraid of needles are surprisingly not afraid of putting every kind of poison into their body, including nicotine, alcohol, and all sorts of toxic painkillers and other drugs. The problem is that when they are terminally ill, the body is so severely depleted that oral administration is insufficient to make up the deficiency to stop cancer growth. The other problem is that we already use liver powder, which is not enough, and B12, which is needed to enhance the production of red blood cells is poorly absorbed by almost all people, 
For a proper absorption of B12 orally, the body needs the so-called intrinsic factor, which very few people have. So they must get B12 faster and more effective efficiently by intramuscular injection. By the way, if the injection is, in, is correctly delivered to the glute, gluteus medius, as Dr. Gerson instructed, not the gluteus maximus, as doctors and nurses wrongly do, it is entirely painless. Beet, beet is, is generally considered a healthy vegetable. Why it is not used in juices? Beet is a healthy vegetable and it is all right to use it as such. Dr. Gerson avoided it for juicing, probably because it is very sweet. Beets are used in sugar production. Also, it is a powerful cleanser. Patients uh, already undergoing systematic detoxification should not be given any extra cleansing substance. However, small amounts you occasionally used as vegetable will not do any harm. Since these days, even organic produce is lower in nutrients than used to be, shouldn't patients be given extra vitamins and minerals? It's true that organic produce is not as rich as it used to be. However, synthetic vitamins and minerals, which the pharmaceutical industry uses in its supplements, are almost poorly absorbed. Moreover, they are outright damaging, the appendix to cancer therapy, such as vitamins A and E and several of vitamins B, uh, of the B vitamins A and E are found in fish oils and soy oil. These have to be avoided since the fatty substances stimulate tumor growth. The B vitamins are important to use, B3, niacin, and B12. The others disturb the metabolism. Dr. Gerson found that, the, they, that they cause damage to the patient. Even if organic foods are lower in nutrients with 13 glasses of freshly made juice a day, the patient's body is thoroughly flooded with vitamins and minerals in their living active forms, and even the sick body is able to assimilate. And they are being given in truly uh, huge amounts to replenish sick and damaged organs. Pharmaceutical vitamins and minerals and so-called organic ones uh, from the plant source are usually not or only poorly absorbed so that some go into the system and others do not. This causes new imbalances. Why can't a cured patient after a year or two eating, uh, start eating a normal diet? In theory, the cured patient should start eating and could start a, uh, a normal diet, but what is normal? Canned, tinned, preserved with chemicals, artificially flavored and frozen, colored and frozen food? Most patients no longer want to eat this type of stuff and know that it is not healthy or indeed normal. Not only that, they are unwilling to return to the very foods that caused their disease in the first place. The question is, what exactly is a cured patient? How do we know if the organs are fully restored and whether the immune system can function despite the input of toxic artificial food? Will the defenses be lost or weakened again? How soon? Okay, so this is, I'm just finishing the call right now and uh, I'll continue next week. Thank you. Bye-bye.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.